This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Now, you know how um, right at the beginning of the year, see, when the Lord has spoken a word and it has gone forth, amen, that the enemy would love to come and attack, get you all caught up, and this is happening, that's happening, this is going on, that's going on, to get you distracted, you know, to come and attack your body, you know, like I woke up and all of a sudden I felt like my little voice didn't want to speak, but I said, "Uh uh-uh, you know. Last night I said, no, devil, this word's going forth, okay? It's going to go forth. Now, I could have chose just to and whine and moan and groan, but I said, no, if I had to come up here and whisper to you all, I was going to bring forth the word. I almost, he was tempted. I had this thought that said, just give your notes to Pastor Bruce, you know, and let him minister. Uh, clear, uh, immediately spoke to me and said, no, I didn't give him the word. I gave it to you. Amen. So uh, just remember this. There's going to be a fight for anything that is worthwhile. Amen. But this is not the year. I'm telling you, this is not the year to lay down This is not the year to take a vacation. This is not the year to settle or to compromise. I'm telling you, this is a year of the very seriousness. It's a matter of life and death, the future for you and those attached to you and the generations to come. So we got to take this thing serious and step up into what God has for us. Amen. So uh, let's pray. Father, I just thank you right now. We just give you praise and we give you glory. We already, God, declare right now in the name of Jesus that our eyes and our ears and our hearts are open to hear and to see and to receive what you have for this today. I bind up every distracting thought, God, right now in Jesus' name. I declare wholeness and healing to bodies so that no pain, nothing can distract from hearing the word of the Lord today, and we give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name, amen. So today's title is going to be, Begin 2020 with Clear Vision. I'm going to tell you, I believe that, you know, 2019, there was a lot of things that seemed to be blurry. There seemed to be confusion. There seemed to be a lot of distractions. And that's why I'm telling you ahead now, God wants us to have clear vision, but you're going to have to fight for some clear vision. It don't just happen overnight. It's not just handed to you, okay? You don't just sit, come in here and think that God's going to, you know, just come over, open up your head and pour it in. Wouldn't that be nice, you know, that we could even sometimes just say, Lord, you know, I've got this and I've got that. You just go ahead and fix it, but there's still something on our part. Okay, God gave us our part to do. We have to do our part. So we're going to begin 2020 with clear vision. It is time to get in position and to see clearly all that God has for you for 2020. But let me tell you, here's the two key things. You've got to have ears to hear and eyes to see. 
or you cannot have clear 2020 vision. You'll just stay the same as you did last year, walking around in confusion and it being blurry and not understanding and always a hoping and a wishing that things could be different. And I don't know about you, but I'm ready for clear vision and for things to be different. How many of you can say amen to that? So and you can, for your homework, you can go over, I believe it's in Matthew 13, and you can read over there talking about ears to hear and eyes to see. But now listen, we heard a word from God on 2020. I encourage you that if, none of, if you were not here on December 31st, on New Year's Eve, even if you were, you need to go to the podcast and listen to that again and again and again, and write some things down of what was spoken, because there's no way that even if you were here, you didn't hear it all. You've got to go back and hear it again. Even God tells us to hear and to hear and to hear the word. So go back. So thank God, you know, that you're able to go and listen. Now, there was an anointing uh, that was released that night that if you weren't here, okay, is different from what you are going to get on the podcast, but at least you're still going to hear the word. Go and listen to it. Share it with your friends and your family. Amen. So go back and listen to it over and over because of what he is saying for us in 2020, because these are powerful and precious times. These are powerful and precious times. And we need to be listening very carefully, especially this year in 2020. I believe the Holy Spirit is impressing his people to be prepared to walk in in the 2020 clear vision that he has. He's preparing us so that we can walk with clear vision. But you're going to have to become sensitive to his voice. And how do we become sensitive to his voice? We spend time with God. We spend time in his word. We come to the house of God. We sometimes quit talking and just stop and listen to what God is saying. That's how you're going to become sensitive. Um, Some of the things that Pastor Bruce uh, spoke to us on 1231 for 2020, he said, welcome to the new. The new thing, the new season, the new measure, and plenty in 2020. And that means spiritually, physically, and financially. Amen. Welcome to the new, the new thing, the new season, the new measure, and plenty in 2020. Now, there are some tools that God uh, is, I believe, that night, God released some tools that he gave us to help to heighten our spiritual clarity of vision for 2020. That's why you need to go back and listen to it again and again, because he wants you to have clarity of vision for your calling, for your purpose, for your life, and your relationships. Critical, critical times, I'm telling you. Life and death, life and death. Important so much this year, especially. What are you listening to? Where are you going to church? What are you receiving and believing and expecting? Very crucial. God has given you a new and clear vision. Now listen, Uh uh-oh, here comes the uh uh-oh. If you seek him, see, I can't seek him for you and you can't seek him for me. You are going to have to do your own job of seeking God like never before with all of your heart. This half-heartedness, this in and out, and sometimes I, you know, uh, am serving God. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm on fire. Sometimes I'm not. I'm up and I'm down. That's going to have to stop because this is critical, you know. It's like you going into the operating room and they say either we do this surgery now and clear these arteries 
and open you up or you're going to die. Now, look, you may not die physically, but spiritually, I don't know about you, this is not the time to go backwards anymore. We cannot get stuck, okay? You're going to have to move forward in 2020. Why? Because there's people attached to your life, okay? This ain't just about you, and it's not just about me. There's people attached to our lives. So we're going to have to seek him with all of our heart. As God will begin to give you clarity of vision, the blessing he provides comes out of the root word, revelation, which is vision is a mental picture. Now listen, vision is a mental picture of your future state forceful enough to mold your present. You have got to get a revelation of God and who he is in you. And then let him clarify the vision he has for you and let it be so solid and so stern that you know that you know that you know what God has said and that everything that God has said is yes and amen for you once and for all. It's not for Tom, Joe, and Harry, and Mary, and it's not if you have to go to another country to receive it. No, God said for you right here, right now, you're going to have to start believing God at his word and believing it for you. So you've got to get that mental picture of your future state, future state that it is so strong that nobody, nothing can take it from you. That God's word is yours, and it's yes and amen, and come to the place that we're all going to have to begin to say only what God says, okay? No more what we're feeling, no more what we're seeing, no more what they said, no more about my past mistakes and my failures and everything I did wrong and everything they did wrong and where I was born and, you know, and all, no, forget it. Stop it. You can only say what God says. You are going to have to declare life and victory over you once and for all and declare, I'm not a victim. I am victorious. It doesn't matter what happened in 2019. Anything back then, I'm only going to now use as a stepping stone. No longer will it be a stumbling block in my life. It's only going to be a stepping stone into my future because everything that tried to hold me back, shut me up, kill me, take me out is only now going to be used for the glory of God to make me greater, stronger, and more in him. But the only one that can choose that for you is you. You're going to have to get that down on the inside of you. Begin to read what God says. And then begin to go, put your name in there. Put your name in there. Write in your Bible. It's okay. It's all right. Okay? I write all up in mine, all over them. Every one I've ever had, I write all up in it. See? Put things in there. Declare a thing. Say, this is for me. You know, and sometimes I've looked in there and I've seen dates like 2006 or 2007 and seen if you're not careful, you can look and say, oh, well, I thought that was going to happen. That was the year. Yes, some things happened. Maybe not everything, but something did happen. And I'll write it again. 2020 will be the year for that. Amen. Start looking at the little victories. Okay, now look, I'm talking to myself here. Quit looking at what didn't happen in 2019. What I didn't do, what I think God didn't do, 
what nobody else didn't do, okay, and start looking at, okay, God did do something. I'm still here, ain't I? And I declare you may be able to say, well, but I still got trouble. But I bet you, you can stand up and say you aren't as bad as you were then as you are today. Something happened. You did take some steps forward. It may not have been everything you wanted. It may not have been as far as you wanted. But you did take some steps forward. If it was only one step, you took one step. Rejoice in that one thing. Because the only way you're going to get more things is rejoicing the one that you got. So let's receive that statement down in our spirit deep. That the vision, that mental picture is going to be so strong for my future state. Okay. And so forceful that this year, nobody, nothing, not even me, can stop the future that God has, the vision that God has placed before you as a people and us as a house in the name of Jesus. Receive that statement. God created you for such a time as this, and you're special. Stop trying to be like anybody else. Be you. God created you for such a time as this. He didn't create you to be like anybody else. To do what anybody else did. He said, I created you for such a time as this. God's got something for you to do individually and in this house. And it is special. Now, let's look for a minute in uh, Genesis 11, and, uh, 27 through 32. It says, Terah became the father of Abram, Nahor and Haran, and Haran became the father of Lot. Terah took his son, Abram, his grandson Lot, son of Haran, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, the wife of his son Abram. And together they set out from Ur of the Chaldeans to go to Canaan. But, now listen, oh, that but can get you in some trouble. But when they came to Haran, they settled there. Terah lived 205 years and he died in Haran. Is that where he told him to go? No. God told Terah, Abraham's father, to go to Canaan, a land flowing with milk and honey. But he wasn't obedient. He was not obedient. He settled, and then he got stuck. Got stuck. He got stuck in Haran until he died at 205 years old because he didn't go where God told him to go. He went on the journey, but then he stopped along the way, see, because he didn't obey God all the way. See, you can be obeying God, and then all of a sudden just stop because you think, well, this sounds better. This feels better. This is easier. Oh, gosh, you know, if I got to do that, I got to fight for all that. I gotta, if I'm going to go, you know, God, let's just settle here. God declares in his word in Proverbs 29 and 18, without a vision, the people perish. Get the vision, people. Get the vision. Let me tell you, listen now. Let's continue on to Genesis 12. And today, I hopefully, you're going to receive this as a prophetic word for you and for your life, no matter where you are today. Because let me tell you, the Lord said to Abram, go from your country your people 
and your father's household. Now listen, the familiar, the comfortable, where you've always been, what you've always done, what seems good and feels good. Maybe it's a little easier here. But what he said to him, he said, go, go from there. Go from there. Get up out of your comfortable seat. Yeah, well, I've always done this. I don't feel called to do that. Well, I can't do this. Stop it. No, get up out of your comfortable seat. I'm going to tell you, some of you got stirring you. He stirred you last year, and you stayed up in the nest too long. And he tried pushing you out, and you crawled right back in. And you settled. All of us can say we've got things in our life that we settled on last year. Every one of us could say that. And now we look now and say, I don't know about you, but I don't want to settle no more. I want change. I want going forward because I want to take as many people with me as I can. And if I'm settled in my comfortable place, ain't nobody going with me. Okay? So he said, go from your people and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. And I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the peoples on the earth will be blessed through you. So Abram went as the Lord told him. Now, he could have stayed, just like his father. You know, it's not easy getting up and leaving your comfortable place, getting up and leaving your family. Now, look, God may not always ask you to leave your family, okay, you know, but if he does, you need to do it. We've done it about half a dozen times. Left our children, our grandchildren, you know, left houses and lands many, many, many times for the gospel, you know, and I wouldn't take any of that back. Because even though that was hard, I knew that if I obeyed God, see, they would be blessed. See, in order to sometimes be blessed, you've got to leave the things that are the most comfortable. And sometimes that is family and lands and houses and all of that. But sometimes it means even just getting up out of your seat. Oh, in the church. Getting up off your do-nothing and doing something for God. Whether you feel like it or not. Whether it's comfortable or not. This is the way you should look at it this year. I'm going to start doing the most uncomfortablest things because I'm believing that in that, that's God's signature saying to me, ooh, I'm going to bless you beyond measure. Because that uncomfortable spot is where I'm going to take you into my blessing. My blessing. So Abram went as the Lord had told him. Now listen, while he was listening. Now how did he know to really go? Because he was listening. He was sensitive. He was paying attention. Not about all his stuff and all his problems and about what he wants to do and all of his plans. No, he was listening. So what happened? Abram received vision as he responded to what the Lord had took, told him. But now listen, the key there is after he listened and he heard, he did something. Ooh, 
You know, some, sometimes you can say, well, I love God. Yeah, you're loving God, but did you do anything with the last thing he told you? You know, so there's a difference. You can love God, but are you taking action and putting some feet to what God told you to do? Doing something with what he said. You can say, oh, well, God told me this and God told me that, but are you doing it? Are you even trying to move towards it? It was in the going and in his journey of obedience that, see, he was blessed. Vision became clear. He got 20-20 vision. See, there wasn't any confusion, blurriness, because it was in his going, even though he didn't know everything. And it was a lot to leave all of that where that was so familiar. Okay? But he got up. And went because the Lord told him to. On his journey of obedience, the Lord said to Abram over in Genesis 13, he said, look around from where you are to the north, to the south, to the east, and to the west. All of the land that you see, I will give to you and your offspring forever. I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth, so that if anyone could count the dust, then your offspring could be counted. Go walk through the length and the breadth of the land, for I am giving it to you. So Abram went to live near the great trees of Mamre at Hebron, where he pitched his tents, and there he built an altar to the Lord. That's very significant, that altar. Now, listen, once he did that, because, see, that was in representing God, I'm giving you everything. When he built that altar, it's God, I'm giving you it all. I'm giving you all of me and everything that's attached to me. Abram again received vision. Why? Because he responded to the Lord. He took action. He was blessed in his going. He was blessed in obeying God. Boy, obedience, we don't want to say that word in the church. We don't want to talk about being obedient. We act like that's some kind of bad word. No, uh, Abram, when he was obedient, he got blessed. Start being obedient and watch God bless you. So again, he received vision as he responded to the Lord. He took action. He had to do something. He couldn't just sit there and say, well, God, you know, If you're going to bless me, just bless me. No, he had to get up and go in faith and not knowing everything, being afraid, wondering, oh, my God, you know, it's just been so comfortable here. The very first thing Abram does is he follows the vision in obedience. That's key. Trust and obey. You know, that's not just some cliche. If we will trust and obey, you will walk in the good of the land. You will walk in his blessings. You will reap the harvest, plural harvests, that God has for your life. Then what does he do next? After he follows that vision in obedience, he builds an altar. He prepares a place of sacrifice to God. The promises God gives cause him to move in obedience. 
See, because he was sensitive and listened, he spoke some things to him. But still, though, now he said, I'm going to do a lot of stuff for you. But still, he had to go act in obedience. If he would have stayed there and not got up from the comfortable spot, he would have never walked into the blessing or received the inheritance for him and to carry on for generations and for us to be blessed in if he had not obeyed God and got up and went. So he builds an altar. He prepares a place of sacrifice to God. The promises God gives will cause him, caused him to move in obedience. And you know the story of Abram, now called Abraham, the father of our faith. The blessing of Abraham. He starts giving, though, immediately and building altars wherever he went because he wanted to continually remind God, I'm all yours and everything I have is yours. I'm all yours and everything I have is yours. In every area of his life, he was blessed. The Lord gives him a vision. Then he becomes very wealthy. He builds an altar to God. He began to create the covenant of tithing. He grabbed a hold of the vision, and he follows him in obedience, and he lives a life and a legacy of blessing in every area of his life and is passed on to generations because of his obedience. Think about that. We are walking in blessings today because of his obedience. But listen, you're going to have to have eyes to see and ears to hear like never before because God's doing some things and saying some things, but it's only going to be those that are tuned in to the right channel that are going to see and are going to hear the next step that God has for you. Are you tuned into the right channel? Are you tuned into God's channel? Remember what I said earlier about vision is a mental picture of your future state, that it's got to be so strong, 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 strong in your spirit, like never before, it will begin to mold and shape your present. You might be in a situation right now, or you might have a loved one in a situation. You might have things going on that just seem impossible. But understand that by the Spirit of the Lord, Some of these things, God said, I've already made a way, okay? And God's ready to bring you into the victory and for your life to turn around and change, but they're not going to come unless you have vision of what God has said and of what God is doing, and you begin to apply his word, believe it, and expect it. See, God's not holding anything back. He's waiting on you and me. Okay, if there's anything that's stopping up the flow here, it's you and me. Our lack of, our unbelief, and our do-nothing is the only thing blocking and stopping the victories that God has for every area of your life. Ask yourself this. What may be blocking my vision, the God vision that God has given me? God is sending an alert, a remnant of people, a clarity of vision that's available through these words that God is speaking if you have a willing and obedient spirit. 
But you're going to have to get the mental picture that God has given you for a vision of your future and the vision that God has ordained for you. Or listen, you'll stay stuck. You'll stay stuck in your present. You'll stay stuck in your past. I don't know about you, but I don't want to compromise. And I don't want to settle. I don't know about you, but I hope you don't want to stay in Hayran. Because you will not reap the land that's flowing with milk and honey. You will not reap the blessings. You will not see generational blessings happen if you stay stuck in your Hayran. But you can't settle and you can't compromise. But hopefully, I'm sure that you want to follow God's vision for your life and make it to Canaan. A land that's flowing with milk and honey and blessings and health and wholeness. People for our life. People coming in to the kingdom of God. The severing of all hindrances, debt, lack, lies, uh, uh, unforgiveness, and confusion is being severed once and for all. Anything that's not from God, you need to say, God, sever it off. Cut it off at the root. Dig it up. Pull it out. I want it to be gone in the name of Jesus. But you cannot know where you're going without a vision. Write it down. Keep it before you. This should have been something, you know, if you say, well, I haven't done it yet. It's all right. It's only the fifth, but get it written down now. Okay? Get it written down during these 21 days. Write it down. And write some things that seem so ridiculous and so foolish that when you write it, you go, really? God says, really? Write it down. Because if you don't write it down, how's it ever going to happen? Write it down and then put it before you. Look at it daily. Look at it daily. As your vision comes into alignment with the vision of God for your life, it has to be forced into a perfect alignment. An alignment of blessing and favor and miracles and people coming into the kingdom of God because you chose to obey God. Your obedience, your family's lives being changed because of your faithfulness. I want you to say this with me uh, after me. Just say, um, he has a plan for my life, a better plan, if I choose to trust and obey and act. Thank you, Jesus. I feel strongly that the Spirit of God is saying to activate this word, the Holy Spirit is beginning to release upon those that are having ears to hear and eyes to see. It's time to gather your dream seeds, just like Abraham did, but we must begin by building an altar to God and giving a sacrifice of praise and prayer our time, and our giving. These all go together. You can't really do one without the other, okay? There's been times in the past that you could say, well, I've been blessed because I really do this and I really do that, but this is a complete package. Prayer, praise, our time, and giving all need to be put on the altar of God and begin to do these more than ever and give in all of these areas more than ever before 
your obedience is key to your vision being clarified and your vision coming to pass. I don't know what the dream is on the inside of you that God has spoken to you and showed you, but you do. But it's time for you to match those dream seeds that will activate by faith the supernatural vision that God has for you. It's time to dream big. You serve a big God. Quit looking at everything being so big and too big for you. It may be too big for you, but it's not too big for God. Begin to dream beyond yourself. Because, see, when you write these things down, it should be beyond anything you could think or that you could imagine or that you could do on your own. Because that right there will clarify, and you'll know that's got to be God. Because I sure can't do that. My job can't afford me to do that. My paycheck can't. But God can. God can. Have some crazy faith. Go way above your expectancy. Go back and look at what you wrote down next year. And if some of you go, well, I didn't write anything down next year. Well, do better this year. Get it written down. If you even thought of anything last year, think twice that. Think four times that. Go way above and beyond anything you could ever think. Attach that in faith to the call like Abraham did in Genesis 12. Willing and obedient, expect Believe and expect to receive. Amen? God is going to release spiritual clarity in 2020 as you and I seek him and we act in obedience. He's going to take us into an elevated position, an enlarged territory. Get a hold of this and bless you. He's going to take you into elevated positions and enlarged territories and bless you like never before. As Pastor Ron comes, your name, your position of opportunity will be great and you will be a blessing. He will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. Now, listen, God set out on the 31st with his word, with the tools that we needed to keep us on the path of following the vision of God that God had for you and for me. Even when the enemy tries to come in and attack you, you say, no, I'm entering the land that's flowing with milk and honey, and I will be blessed to be a blessing. Hear and obey the word of the Lord. The new is here, but you're going to have to do something with it. You're going to have to act upon your faith. You're going to have to act on what God is saying. That means you're going to have to get up and do something like you've never done before. Put it all on the altar. Begin to praise and prayer and give up your time and of your monies. And I'm going to tell you, God is going to begin to bless you like never before. Hear and obey the word of the Lord. The new is here. God's plenty is here in 2020 to those that are hearing and seeing and being sensitive to God's word. You can't have something if you're going to do the same thing as you did last year. Do nothing, get nothing. Do something and get something. The new is here. What will you do with what God has given you? You will receive, this is a promise, 
You'll receive what you put in. You'll receive what you sow. So I don't know about you. You want to be real careful what you're sowing because you will reap it. Like Pastor shared too, things are going to be quicker this year, either whether it's on the good side or the bad side, but whatever you're sowing is going to come back quicker this year, whether it's negative or positive. So be careful what you're planting. Be careful what you're doing. Be careful with what God has given you. Are you acting on it? Are you being obedient? Are you going to get up out of your comfortable place? Because you will receive what you put in. In Hebrews 43 and 19, it starts off saying this. Now listen. It says, listen carefully. Isaiah 43, 19. Listen carefully. Think about that. The very first thing he says, listen carefully. What have we been talking about? Hearing the word of God and acting on it. He says, listen carefully. I am about to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even put a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. God said, I'm getting ready to flow with an overflow like you've never seen. I'm beginning to bring them in from the north, the south, the east, and the west. But will we be willing and obedient to care for them? Because God will only send what will be taken care of. So we got to get off of me I got to have this. I need this. I need God to do this for me. I need to be fed. I need to be encouraged. No. Encourage others. Feed others. Bless others. And God will pour it out onto you. Amen? It's time for us to grow up in the things of God because he's sending us people that have never heard and some that have misheard. And they need a people that are convinced and are walking in the blessing of God. Now, look, some of this is going to take a little while for you to catch hold of. But how much more attractive is it when people do see that you struggled, but you came out on the other side? You might have went through some stuff, but you're victorious. You're not walking around mumbling and grumbling about... Everything that's gone wrong, you're saying, this happened, but now I'm victorious. God brought me out. God delivered me. God healed me. God, you know, I'm in the going. I'm going. I'm building that altar. I'm giving it all to God. Because I'm going to tell you, people are attracted to real people, but they're not attracted to defeated people. Why do you think so many people don't want to go to church? Because they think they got more problems in there and mumble and grumble and and talk more about negative than than they do out here in the world. So why would I want to go in there? Get yourself jacked up on God. Okay? Get yourself jacked up on God so that we can be of some help. Our lives should be telling a story of God's goodness and his love and his mercy and grace and no matter where you are, God said, I'll take you to a better place. I'll take you to a greater place. Because there's people attached to you and to me. 
I'm telling you, these are such times that, listen, some of you say, well, my family won't listen to me. But that's why it's so important that you're sowing into other people. Because when you're faithful to sow into others, then God will send people to your family and minister to them. So you got to go witness to the world out here. you got to go witness to everybody else. Give your family to God. Let them go. And God said, I'll send them somebody that will listen to them. That they will hear from them. So quit trying to change your family. Quit trying to change everybody. And just work on you and then do what God's asked you to do. And God said, I'll take care of all that out there. Because remember, when this is right, then all this is right. See, every one of these chairs should be filled with a body. But how will they come if they don't hear? And how are they going to hear if somebody don't go tell them? Who's going to tell them? You. If we're in here, they can't hear us. They got to hear from you in your neighborhood, in your workplace. They got to hear what God's doing for you. Then they'll want to come and hear. Amen. Let's just go ahead and stand for a minute. Father, we just thank you. Oh, God. Oh, Lord, please help us, Father, to have ears to hear and eyes to see like never before. Oh, God, let our hearts be removed of all hardness, unforgiveness, doubt, and unbelief, God. And let that begin to become sensitive to hear what you have to say. Oh, God, let us be doers and not just hearers only. Oh, God, don't let us get stuck in Haran. But, God, let us begin to get up like never before and say, God, I'm moving. I'm moving to Canaan. I'm moving to the promised land that you have for me. And for everyone that's attached to me and to this house and to this state and to the cities around and to the nations of the world, God, let our lives begin to reach out and touch like never before. Let our lives walk in the blessing so that we can be a blessing. I thank you right now, God, for that revelation, that vision being made so strong, God, that this year, nothing or no one will be able to break that from us. I thank you, God, that that clarity is here in this house. There's no more confusion, no more blurriedness, no more being pulled in 20 directions. But, God, we fix our eyes on you. We put our face on you, God. And begin to serve you like never before. Build that altar. Give of our praise and our prayer and our time. And our monies to you. And God, we declare right now that we'll see things turn around. We're going to see the blessing come upon our life. We're going to see things like we've never seen. We're going to walk in victory like never before. We're going to go forth, God, with people for our life. This house will be filled with your glory, filled with your miracles, and filled 
with people, God, overflowing. As we cry out to you and seek you, God, like never before. I thank you for healing of hearts and healing of bodies. And we speak to those emotions no more. We will not operate in emotions. We will operate on the word of the living God and only say what he says. And expect and believe and receive what he has for us. And if you can agree with that, say amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.